The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. It was the end of the war, and some a lady came into Ramosha Feinstein, and the lady said that she was crying. What was she crying about? She said after the war, she thought her husband had passed away. They didn't have clear proof that she did that he did, so they ended up going to a certain gadol. And that Godel, I don't remember which Godel it was, but that Godel said that she can remarry. So she remarried, and she's married, she's happy, and then one day she gets a knock on the door. Who is at the door? Her first husband. He, he, he did not pass away. And now she's crying. I don't know if the kids were Mamzerim, but there was, she was definitely an Aishas Ish. And she's married to this person and that. It was a balagan. It was a tragedy. And she's crying in front of Ramosha. And she's, what should I do? And Ramosha looks at her and you know what Ramosha says? I didn't understand the story. Can you say it again? Say it again? Yeah, say it again. She says, okay. I was in the war and someone said he was seen in a gas chamber and they said, I won't go in. And we went to this goggle and this goggle said, we can remarry. So I remarried, and now my husband showed up. What should I do? She's crying. Ramayisha says, I'm not getting it. I'm not... Can you say it again? And at this point, the Talmidim of Ramayisha were standing around, and they're like, what are you torturing this girl, this lady? And she says it a third time, and then as she's saying it a third time, she gets up to the part of the story. She says, I went to that goggle. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I just assumed that my husband was nifter. I thought it was the right thing. And Ramayisha says, listen, you were not, you, you, you're an Ashish. What you did was wrong. And all the Talmudim were there and they were in his spell. Ramayisha, how did you know? How did you know that she didn't go to the Godel? He says, because I know that Godel had taken upon themselves the oil of the Tzibur. And I thought, Baruch who would never allow a person who takes the oil of the Tzibur to, to give up sach that would end up in an Eshazish. He would never do that. Because when you take the oil of the Tzibur on your shoulders, when you say, you know what, the buck stops with me. I may not be the smartest, I may not be the greatest, but Kaisel's turning to me. I have to give an answer. And sometimes, I'm the only one who could give the answer. When a person is makaba, the oil of the tzibur, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is makbid, that they, this person should be, should be saved, and he should give a good psaq. person came to the Chafetz Chaim, and he had, a, he had a question. Somebody was very ill. He was very ill, and said, Chafetz Chaim, please daven for me. And the Chafetz Chaim said, I'll daven, but there's a yid down the street get a bracha from him. He's the one you got to get a bracha from. And he went, he got the bracha from the Yid, and the person who was ill got better. A while later, someone else got sick once again, and he goes to the Chafetz Chaim, and he said, should I go to that person? He says, yeah, yeah, you should. He says, but I don't know if I can help you. I don't have, a, I don't have koyach to make a tainus for a month like I did last time. 
Chavetzchaim fasted for a month. You know, maybe a Monday, Thursday, I don't know what that meant. But he fasted for a month. He didn't tell this kid. He said, go get a bracha from him. Not saying the Chavetzchaim is dominating for a month so that this yid should get better. He says, I don't, have the, I don't have the energy to fast again for a month. I can't do that. Who knew the Chavetz Chaim was doing that? This is a, a tremendous story. I just, I think this, this story should be spread. I was shopping in Muncie, and there was this young boy in front of me, maybe 17, 18 years old, and he was a kid at risk. Okay? And I was, uh, uh, I was shopping, and I was on the phone, and I mentioned of Shmuel Kamenetsky on my phone call. I mentioned him. And when I finish with the phone call, the young boy turns around, and the young boy says, Oh, I know Rav Shmuel. Really? Rav Shmuel, you know Rav Shmuel Kamenetsky, you're an 18-year-old kid. Hey, little street, I don't know what he's into. He goes, yeah, I know Rav Shmuel. He calls me every week. I said, Rav Shmuel Kamenetsky calls you? He goes, yeah, I once met him. And, you know, he talked to me to give me chizik. And he told me he's going to call me every Friday. So Rashul Kamenetsky calls me every Friday to wish me a good Shabbos. What? This young kid from, from, from months, he's getting a call from Rashul to wish him a good Shabbos? We don't understand what it takes to be this kind of a das that takes the oil of the tzibur on your shoulders. There's so much, there's so much compassion that's needed. It was the end of the war. And some, a lady came into Ramosha Feinstein, and the lady said that she was crying. What was she crying about? She said after the war, she thought her husband had passed away. They didn't have clear proof that she did, that he did, so they ended up going to a certain Godel. And that Godel, I don't remember which Godel it was, but that Godel said that she can remarry. So she remarried. And she's married, she's happy. And then one day she gets a knock on the door. Who is at the door? Her first husband. He, he, he did not pass away. And now she's crying. I don't know if the kids were mamzerim, but there was, she was definitely an Aishas Ish. And she's married to this person and that. It was a balagan, it was a tragedy. And she's crying in front of Ramesha. And she's, what should I do? And Ramesha looks at her, and you know what Ramesha says? I didn't understand the story. Can you say it again? Say it again? Yeah, say it again. She says, okay. I was in the war, and someone said he was seen in a gas chamber, and they said, I won't go in. And we went to this godel, and this godel said, we can remarry. So I remarried, and now my husband showed up. What should I do? She's crying. Ramesha says, I'm not getting it. I'm not... Can you say it again? And at this point, the Talmidim of Ramesha were standing around, and they're like, what are you torturing this girl, this lady? And she says it a third time, and then as she's saying it a third time, she gets up to the part of the story, she says, I went to that goggle. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I just assumed that my husband was nifter. I thought it was the right thing. And Ramesha says, listen, you were not, you, you, you're an Ashish, what you did was wrong. And all the Tamidim were there and they were in his spell. Ramesha, how did you know? How did you know that she didn't go to the Gullah? 
He says, because I know that Godel had taken upon themselves the oil of the tzibur. And HaKadosh Baruch who would never allow a person who takes the oil of the tzibur to, to give up sach that would end up in an eshazish. He would never do that. Because when you take the oil of the tzibur on your shoulders, when you say, you know what, the buck stops with me. I may not be the smartest, I may not be the greatest, but Kaisel's turning to me. I have to give an answer. And sometimes I'm the only one who could give the answer. When a person is makaba, the oil of the tzibur, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is makbid, that they, this person should be, should be saved and he should give a good psaq. person came to the Chafetz Chaim and he had, a, he had a question. Somebody was very ill. He was very ill and said, Chafetz Chaim, please daven for me. And the Chafetz Chaim said, I'll daven, but there's a yid down the street. Get a bracha from him. He's the one you got to get a bracha from. And he went and got the bracha from the yid and the person who was ill got better. A while later, someone else got sick once again. And he goes to the Chafetz Chaim and he said, should I go to that person? He says, yeah, yeah, you should. He says, but I don't know if I can help you. I don't have, a, I don't have koyach to make a tainas for a month like I did last time. Chafetz Chaim fasted for a month. You know, maybe a Monday, Thursday. I don't know what that meant. But he fasted for a month. He didn't tell this kid. He said, go get a bracha from him. Not saying the Chafetz Chaim is dominating for a month so that this yid should get better. He says, I don't, have the, I don't have the energy to fast again for a month. I can't do that. Who knew the Chafetz Chaim was doing that? This is a, a tremendous story. I just, I think this, this story should be spread. I was shopping in Muncie and there was this young boy in front of me, maybe 17, 18 years old, and he was a kid at risk. Okay? And I was, uh, uh, I was shopping, and I was on the phone, and I mentioned Rav Shmuel Kamenetsky on my phone call. I mentioned him. And when I finished with the phone call, the young boy turns around, and the young boy says, Oh, I know Rav Shmuel. Really? Rav Shmuel, you know Rav Shmuel Kamenetsky, you're an 18-year-old kid? Hey, little streets, I don't know what he's into. He goes, yeah, I know Rav Shmuel. He calls me every week. As Rishul Kamenetsky calls you, he goes, yeah, I once met him, and you know, he talked to me to give me chizik, and he told me he's going to call me every Friday. So Rishul Kamenetsky calls me every Friday to wish me a good Shabbos. What? This young kid from, from, from months, he's getting a call from Rishul to wish him a good Shabbos? We don't understand what it takes to be this kind of a das that takes the oil of the tzibur on your shoulders. There's so much there's so much compassion that's needed. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.